Welcome to the Not Old Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and this is episode number 472. Today's show is brought to you by Medterra and Sunbasket. As part of our Art of Living series, today's guest is someone you are going to just relate to, trust, find helpful, and just as I do, find to be an amazing person. Susan DeCenzi is a licensed psychotherapist, MSW. She's an author, she's a speaker, she's an entrepreneur, and much more. Susan DeCenzi practices in psychotherapy and coaching, helping others to help you change your lives. I've gotten to know Susan DeCenzi, as you will today, and you'll see what I mean about changing lives. Susan DeCenzi cares about people. She really cares. And over 27 years as a licensed therapist and visionary coach, she's assisted thousands of other people in navigating the path of the human experience. Susan DeCenzi's own experiences have not been easy. But as you'll hear, Susan DeCenzi believes that it is possible to walk with the experiences now and not become trapped by them. Susan DeCenzi has helped thousands and thousands of people who chose to bridge that gap between where they are and where they wanted to be. Susan DeCenzi is the host of a newly created podcast, Spiritually Expressed Human, Navigating the Human Experience. Check out our interview here today, and you'll find a no-excuses approach that's been born out of her own recovery. Susan DeCenzi will give a great deal in our time together, including some practical skills and tools to get out of the excuse mindset and onto the path of productivity, regardless of where you are in life. Join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show via internet phone, Susan DeCenzi, MSW. Susan DeCenzi, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Paul, for having me. I'm honored to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you. You are just one of these people. I tell you, I, I've gotten to know you a little bit. I, I love all the things that you are doing. You, you're smart. You have this really deep background. And I know from my audience co- uh, communication that they really love these kinds of interviews, the one that we're just about to, to talk about, because you have this great uh, intersection of experience and expertise. Uh, I think that's great. So I'd, I'd like to just start right at the start with you and tell us about your background and your experience and what's gotten you to today where you are, because we're going to kind of have a cool announcement in a, in a minute or two about a new show that you're doing, which is phenomenal. So, but get us to today in terms of background and experience. Oh, thank you, Paul, so much for that. What a great question. Always flusters me a bit because I'm like, where do I start? So let me start with the basics. I'm 55 years old and I have lived, uh, you know, 55 years with a mindset that we are more than we realize. Ever since I was four years old, I had this deep spiritual awareness that we are infinite and that there is this divinity in us. And I didn't use those words back then, but I knew there was this something that was beyond what my senses could see even at four. And then through a series of mm, traumatic situations, I am a six-time sexual assault survivor, and it started at age five all the way through 28. Not family members. It wasn't something that happened in childhood at home or things like that. But there were instances during my childhood and, and young adult teenage years, and then when I was 28 years old, that led to a decision 
to write a suicide note to my then two-year-old son at the time, whereby I really had intention of ending my life. And what really saved me is I was standing in front of a mirror with the suicide note in hand, and I was looking at myself, and I had just reread the letter. I had heard this internal voice that said, reread the letter. And, and I think that's why I stood in front of the mirror then with the note still in my hand, because there was this pause. And there was this moment where I needed to decide, do I want to live or do I want to end my life? And it was just a few weeks after the last assault that had been very violent, and I really did believe I was going to die that night. And because I didn't, and there was so much trauma and victimness and insecurity and fear in me, even though I was also this very strong and appearingly confident, you know, capable woman, it was something that my ex, now ex-husband said to me that day that literally cut me such to the core that because of all those experiences, I wrote this note and then standing in front of the mirror and figuring out to decide which way to go, I heard that four-year-old voice inside my head that said, you are meant for so much more. Anything is possible. And I knew that now is the time of decision live or die. And I chose to live. I put the letter away. I did not get rid of it because I wanted to use it down the road if I ever needed to remind myself of that moment so that if I ever felt kind of stuck in a place of sadness or trauma or victimness or really giving my power away as this this person and this woman and this, you know, someone who had experienced these things, I wanted to keep that letter as a way, and I only ever looked at it, I think, twice more in the earlier years right after that. I put the letter away. I committed to believing that I was meant for more and really started addressing the issues that were deeply rooted because of the traumas, because quite truthfully, I had an amazing childhood. My parents were phenomenal. I have two older brothers who are still alive. God rest my parents' souls. They're both gone. I've always been close to my family, still close to my brothers. We have amazing relationships. And yet, as this child having experienced some of these things at various times when it was really kind of a developmental stage for me to figure out who I was and how I fit into the world, it really affected from a deep ingrained level how I saw myself. So I was you know, kind of confused because I had this beautiful, compassionate, loving, kind way about me. And yet I had this internal strife that was like, you're worthless, you're no good, look at what you've experienced. And I couldn't reconcile that because how could I have such love with my family and friends and experiences and vacations and all the typical great childhood things that some of us might have experienced and be this quote unquote survivor that was barely even existing? It's a phenomenal story, and I knew a little bit about this and uh, with you, and I still think that this survivor part of you is just, it's so powerful and it's so impressive. Do you find that telling this story to others helps them and helps you recover? Are you still kind of in this mode when you're, when you're thinking, I'm not a victim, but 
it's still there. It's I still feel it at times. So talking about it, it is, does that help? And I mean, is this, am I pushing you too far? I don't want to, but I, I, I this, no, no, yeah. not, not at all, Paul. Thank you for asking. I, you know, in the beginning years after the last assault, when I really made the decision to live and then I sought out help, I hired a therapist, I hired other coaches and, you know, I really turned to those in my life who didn't know the gravity of the depressive thoughts and feelings I had and how worthless I felt because, and it wasn't that I was putting on a mask. It was that I truly was going through this conflict inside, meaning I was this happy, loving, joyous, optimistic, trusting person. And yet I'd been through these experiences and I couldn't, I couldn't integrate them. I couldn't understand how I could still be so loving and trusting and on and on and feel the way I felt. And so when I sought out the help, I really had to dive in and strip away all of those parts to me that still felt very victimized and powerless and helpless. And because of my faith, because of that awareness at age four, that was the singular thing. Like, like that part of me is who showed up in the mirror that day and said, you're meant for more, you know, anything's possible. And so I went, I know that I can move through this. So as I went along over the next mm, maybe three to five years, there was a lot of talking, not just with like a therapist per se, but I also became a coordinator, believe it or not, for a rape crisis center where I then was publicly talking about it, which was one therapeutic for me. And at the same time, it was helping me learn to move through it. And I really became, over time, someone who went from a survivor who is barely existing to someone who thrives. So now, if I talk about it, there is not a single ounce of trigger. This is going to be controversial, what I'll say next, but it is my truth and only my truth. And I don't say this with expectation that anyone else ought to ever feel this way in their life. These are some of the greatest gifts of my life, though. They're not gifts I would want to give other people, right? I would never want to see people go through these experiences, and yet I had a choice to stay in the victimness of it or to find the opportunity for love and compassion and growth so I could learn to have it be a part of my past without it triggering me and destroying me and causing me to not thrive. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It does. It does. It's really helpful to hear all of this too. And I, and I wonder, do you believe that it's selfish on our part sometimes to focus on ourselves and our own predicaments and not help others? Oh gosh, no, that is, that is so, oh, I love this question. When I worked at a prison um, for a number of years, which people were like, how can you work at a prison with adult men because of the experiences you had? And I said, well, it was long past the point where I was still being triggered. I was cautious and aware of my surroundings. And yet I saw them for who they were at the core, which was these beautiful human beings who made really poor choices and had challenging circumstances that they struggled with and landed them in jail. Now they deserve to be there and maybe I don't want them over for dinner, but I'm still going to see them as worthy and valuable. And we were have these conversations about that very topic. And 
part of it was spurred from the fact that this prison was designed to be a pilot program to become a national model for full substance abuse treatment in the correctional setting. So not only were they convicted of something, but they had to have a substance abuse issue. And this topic would come up a lot when it would come to when you get out, do you make the choice of going to a 12-step meeting that you know will keep you sober and out of jail, or do you go to your daughter's dance recital? And they would talk about the selfishness. And one of the things that I had to learn and then I shared with them was that there is a selfless time to be selfish and a selfish time to be selfless. And the differences in my mind were that if I know going to that meeting, just to use that example, was something that I had to do to stay clean and sober and out of jail so I could be there for every other dance recital she has, then in that moment, I need to be selfish in order to be selfless down the road. And likewise, if I need to be selfless by helping others because it brings me a joy and happiness, then I'm being selfless in doing and serving others, but I'm getting something amazing out of it. So I think that it's important to be, quote unquote, selfish when it's about us stepping into a higher place for ourselves, where we can maybe, you know, express ourselves more deeply from a place of love and compassion or share or serve more, whatever that might be for each of us. Hey, it's Paul. I want to take a quick moment and tell you about our sponsors today, and we'll be right back with Susan DeCenzi, MSW, on our subject today, making progress on this path of life, and more about Susan's new podcast titled The Spiritually Expressed Human. Stay tuned. You know, right now, our new normal is all about keeping it easy and simple, but safe, especially when it comes to our food and food delivery. I want to tell you about Sunbasket, oven-ready delivery meals. Here's a question for you. Do you want to skip the grocery store but still eat delicious, healthy food without having to go out? Get Sunbasket oven-ready meals delivered to you right to your house each week. Sunbasket oven-ready meals are made with organic, fresh produce, sustainable seafood, and meats that are free of antibiotics, hormones, and steroids. Their chefs have won Michelin Awards and a James Beard Award. Why not take the night off and let them cook for you? Try delicious meals such as papardelle pasta with wilted spinach, sweet peas and fresh ricotta, southwestern turkey and sweet potato skillet, cauliflower macaroni and cheese, and more. Sunbasket oven-ready meals come freshly prepared and heat up in as little as six minutes. All you have to do is heat and eat, which means no mess in your kitchen and less cleanup for you. Sunbasket also has vegetarian, Mediterranean, and gluten-free options to check out as well. For us, my family, Sunbasket delivered a big box of healthy, delicious meals straight to our door. We had steak, we had pork chops, and there's always a bunch of new stuff on the Sunbasket site. You can find chipotle chicken empanadas and organic chocolate coconut truffles. Wow. Awesome. Sunbasket saves you money, saves you time, and offers you healthy, delicious, personalized meals delivered right to your door, which is exactly what we want right now. And right now, Sunbasket is offering $35 off your order when you go right now to sunbasket.com slash NOB and enter in the promo code NOB at checkout. 
We'll put all of this in our show notes, but that's sunbasket.com slash N-O-B and enter in the promo code N-O-B at checkout for $35 off your order. Remember, sunbasket.com slash N-O-B and enter the promo code N-O-B. Plus, there's a 100% mouth-watering guarantee. We want you to love your sunbasket. 100% money-back guarantee on all food. Look, we're not happy. Sunbasket isn't happy unless you're happy. Remember, sunbasket.com slash N-O-B and enter promo code N-O-B. Don't wait. Order right now. Thanks, everybody. We'll be right back with Susan DeCenzi, but one final message from sponsor Medterra. I know you're going to love this. I have a quick message from our sponsor, Medterra. You know, as we talk about health and as we age, this idea of function plays a bigger and bigger role. How do we stay active, vital, functional, mobile, and pain-free or relatively pain-free? I'll tell you how I'm doing that these days. As you all know, I'm an exercise guy, but I also use our sponsor, Medterra's great full line of functional CBD products for rapid relief of occasional pain. Medterra has a new topical pain cream that's great for an active lifestyle or you are recovering from any injury. Medterra sent me some of the pain cream a few weeks ago and both Gretchen and I have been using it for pain relief of the normal aches and pains that come from, well, being 63 as I am. (laughs) It applies easy and smooth and leaves you with a refreshing relief that you can take with you no matter where you go. This is great stuff, the Medterra Pain Cream. It's a combination of CBD, Arnica, menthol, and other natural ingredients. I apply it directly to my knee as well as my lower back, and it works almost instantly, but you can apply it anywhere and everywhere because it lasts for hours. It gives you full relief of pain. Medterra developed this new pain cream with their medical advisors to specifically treat sore muscles and joints, injuries, and inflammation. All Medterra products are third-party tested for quality and purity, and they contain zero THC. Medterra products are legal, and they are not going to get you high. The Medterra Pain Cream has allowed me and Gretchen to enjoy tennis, walking outside, and our ever-active lives, something you aren't able to do with nagging, debilitating pain. We've decided to focus on each other, and we spend less time focusing on what hurts. Both Gretchen and I highly recommend Medterra products, and it's recommended for people just like you in our Not Old Better Show audience who deal with lingering pain or soreness. And now... By visiting MedterraCBD.com and entering NOB at checkout, you'll receive 20% off. That's MedterraCBD.com and NOB at checkout for 20% off. We'll have all of this in the show notes. But remember, Medterra CBD and NOB, a perfect combination for best-in-class pain relief results. Thanks, everybody. And now back with author, lecturer, entrepreneur, and licensed psychotherapist, Susan Desenzi. Susan DeCenze, welcome back. I so value um, the intellect, the depth, because I know that you have had these really deep experiences and these really, these moments in your life when you have just, you've had to be there for you. And so um, I love the way that you put that, be selfish in order to be selfless, because I think that's really, that's, that's really, it's, it is crucial for our development. So let's talk a little bit about um, kind of some of these next steps that that you're on because I uh, 
uh, I'm thrilled to be talking to you about uh, about this new direction that you're taking. Um, got a new show coming out. You you're you're you do so much. You you are. I'm having a hard time just focusing on my one show. I think. How many do you have? You've got like three or four, but you're you're just you've got a new one now coming out. And let's talk about that because I, I love the title of it because I I personally am a, a religious person, but the title isn't necessarily religious. It's the spiritually expressed human navigating the human experience, and I I just think that is that says so much. So tell our audience a little bit about what you're going to be doing. I think we know why you're doing this, but maybe shed some light on the why. But but tell us a little bit about what this means to you personally to be doing it, and, and then how you intend to have this new program help others. Thank you. Um, I only actually have one show. It's gone through three iterations, though. <laughs> okay, That's where it gets go. confusing. And, I, and other go. people have said that to me, too. And I'm like, I might need to explain that a little differently. <laughs> It, it it really has been born from the deepest place within me that really was standing in front of that mirror. I mean, it went back to when I was four and I knew this inherently. And then I lived this life and I had these experiences and I, I became very confused at how to be this, you know, we've heard for a long time, this human being having spiritual experiences, right? And I was like, wait, but aren't we spiritual beings having human experience? And how do we navigate that when we've gone through various things, you know, assaults or moving or losing our pets or a child or a parent or a job or whatever, when our, when our world is rocked. And that was what really led me to become a therapist after my healing journey was really underway. And I, I was really able to shed a lot of those pieces I knew that the best and highest way to serve and help was by becoming a therapist so that I could share my experiences and who I was from a place of other people knowing I genuinely cared. I get it. I really get it. And so over time, then that led into, wow, there's this medium out there called podcasting. And I can reach more people and serve in a higher and grander and more global way. And it led to developing my podcast, which has gone through a couple iterations. And now it's personally about helping people really understand that whatever their quote unquote spirituality or religiosity is, whatever that deep knowingness within is, that divinity in them that love and that compassion and kindness and empathy, if they want to express more of that and they don't feel they're being true to themselves like I wasn't, and they're not being 100% authentic, maybe because of past conditioning, this is a way to help them in the sacredness and sanctity of their own home without ever actually I don't know, maybe feeling the stigma because face it, my field still has a stigma right? You know, if you say I have a therapist or I need to go see a therapist, people still have some opinion about that. That through a podcast, though, they could listen for those tips and tools and strategies and feel the resonance of what other people have experienced and me as, as well, and maybe be able to learn how to spiritually express their divinity in the human form, having experienced whatever they might have experienced. Mm-hmm. So what's the plan then for 2020 and uh, who, uh, who can we uh, 
uh, look forward to hearing from and uh, what's kind of your your next step with all of this, a new website, all of those things are gonna probably have to get underway. And so where are you? And uh, when are we gonna when are we gonna see this? When are we gonna get to experience all this, Susan? Well, I have just kind of come to these realizations myself because of the uh, kind of global situation that we've all been under for a while now with COVID-19. It led me to this deep awareness that there was a part of me that wasn't being 100% authentic to me. And that's where I had to learn to be selfish. In order to be selfless and, and you know, create a larger impact, and so I'm actually currently re- shifting everything over. I want to say by um, by now, like mid-May, you know that we're in right now. The, everything should be shifted over as far as the new website um, and all of the technical pieces that are in play. What I plan to do, and it honestly, I I can't really say where we're going to be because of everything going on. But the goal for sure is once we can gather again, do more in-person, live, small and and medium-sized events where people can come together and really be with one another to learn how to to express in their divinity, do more online, Um, finally finish the two books I've been working on for 30 years of my own, as opposed to being a co-author in another book that I currently am. And, and, and I know that it had to go through these iterations and all that's been happening throughout my life and even currently to get to this place. So those are the goals right now because I really believe wholeheartedly with every fiber of my being that the more people are aware of who they are at the core and that they're not the roles they play in their past conditioning the more they can step into who they are meant to be, doing what they're meant to do, whatever that may look like for them. And I can only imagine a world we live in where more of us are living like that. I'm excited about that kind of world. Yeah, I love that too. Well, final question for you, and it really is kind of an extension of, of this, uh, of the last question and, and your answer. It really has to do with this phrase that I found in my research of you that, that says, you, you really do believe in stepping into who you really are meant to be in life. How is that going to color the new show? What are you going to do that is going to really have that be a focus and allow your audience to kind of grow with you in that regard? Oh, great question. You know, that's really tied into the, the show's name, The Spiritually Expressed Human, because my whole foundational thought is that who we are meant to be is an expression of who we believe ourselves to be at the core. And if we come to find that we really are this divine, infinite nature, again, regardless of spiritual or religious beliefs that anyone may have, because I worked with people who were who, who were atheists, who didn't even believe in any higher power whatsoever. And yet what I found is that when they gave themselves permission to recognize that there is this something inside of them, call it soul, grace, God, source, love, compassion, whatever, and they gave themselves permission to feel that, express that, all of a sudden, there was more clarity on how do I want to show up then in the world day to day as Paul or as Susan or as John? 
what do I want to do with my life? Like, what are the things that I'm interested in? How do I want to serve or show up? And to me, that's expression. And so that's how I think it, it, it's married so beautifully because I've learned to marry the East and the West, right? Philosophies, things like that, the North and the South, kind of the heaven and the hell and the your true North and what somebody else's vision for you was, kind of all those places to really navigate through the human experience as who you choose to be. Susan Tisenzi, you know, my... Um... My hat is off to you in terms of all that you're doing and um, just the, the poise uh, with which that you do it. And I am excited for this next step. I'm going to ask you just just really be very direct with you now and just say, will you please come back on the show? Give us, you know, two months, three months, whenever that is, is you're ready. But I'd love to get caught up with you and hear how the show is doing and hear more about what it is that you're doing and... Uh, and have my audience kind of learn more about you. Oh, thank you so much, Paul. I would be absolutely honored to do so. However I can serve, I'm one of the crowd at 55, and I'll be 56 in July, so even another (laughs) year older, I would be honored. Thank you so much, absolutely. Thank you, Susan. I want to thank Susan DeCinzi for joining us on the podcast today. And for more information or resources about this episode, links to where you can find out more information about Susan DeCinzi and her new podcast, Spiritually Expressed Human, Navigating the Human Experience, check out the show notes. And do that by visiting notold-better.com. If you love our show, be sure to leave a review. I personally read each one. And once again, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Medterra and Sunbasket, for supporting this episode. Do you have a product or service you think our audience would love? Consider podcast advertising. You can find a link in the show notes where you can learn more about our podcast and work with the good folks at AdvertiseCast. Plus, you're supporting the show. So check it out. Remember, everyone, be safe, practice smart social distancing, and talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody.